one, go. Hey, what's up, man? <laughs> what's going on, dude? It's a long time no talk. Yeah. Yeah. It's been it's been a busy been a busy freaking week for me, man. Like really busy freaking week because I'm looking for new apartments and stuff. It's 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 a bitch. <laughs> it's, so, it's it's a bitch. Actually, next weekend we're going to be signing the lease for the apartment I'm moving into. Really? The big step from living with my mom since I was 24, you know. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, now it's about being an adult. Mm-hmm been different with how I've been approaching it you know I just I'm pretty excited for this new year yeah yeah is it really the new year now it's like almost May bro it feels like it's already May (laughs) I'm still taking this as like a new year I'm like new year new me in May (laughs) it doesn't start till it's six months in (laughs) yeah I know we're almost halfway through but it's like I'm on the I'm in the beginning man Because honestly, even when 2021 came up, it still felt like 2020. I don't. Yeah. Oh, and side note, um, my name's uh, Kenny the Critic, and this is my co-host, Oso Average, and this is the Darla Menu podcast. Talk is cheap, so this is what you get. And we love fast food. You're probably going to hear us talk about different types of delicious food on the stream and other restaurants we visit. (laughs) I don't know if you've noticed. Um, but I am a connoisseur of many foods. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I've never missed a meal, and I'm pretty sure that's apparent. This guy on his 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 Snapchat, at least once a week, he's eating something on the Snapchat. <laughs> I'm pretty sure I've covered the whole valley, like with my own paw shops. Have you eaten um have you eaten um frog legs? I love frog legs, dude. They're so freaking good. Frog that seems like a like a Mississippi thing, dude. <laughs> I feel personally attacked. You're not wrong. It's more of like the Gulf of Mexico. It's like all the banjo states. It's like it's like Louisiana to like Florida panhandle type of thing. Dude, Utah's vibe is just like jello pudding and like casseroles. So hell no, I would not have anything as uh, as delicious as frog legs. Like that sounds so bad. Like. I knew a couple people from the Midwest for a while, and like every other week they're making casserole. It's like, what is a casserole? Because every time I ask someone what it's like different, it just seems like it's some type of paste baked into an oven. In my experience, it's just like a layer of meat, vegetables, and some sort of super gravy on top. You can add cheese to it if you'd like. Matter of fact, briefly, take this journey with me out. Let's, let's Google this. <laughs> what uh, is a casserole? <laughs> what is a casserole? I'm so fucking wrong. It's a, it's a kind of stew or side dish that is cooked slowly in an oven. That's that's, that's so vague. That could be anything. That's literally that's so vague. So there's really no standard what has to be in it. I mean, to be honest, I don't really have that many standards when it comes to eating food. Mm-hmm. So long as it's good, I'm I'm up for it, bro. Speaking of food, I had raisin canes last night, and I actually didn't finish it. Would surprise me, you know, like because I we usually have that here in the West. What, what do they have? It's only four things on the menu. That's it. Four things. <laughs> they got <laughs> the caniac. They got the caniac, which is chicken. Uh, six chicken strips. Then they got the combo box. And then they got um, three finger for children. And then they have a chicken sandwich which is just three chicken chicken strips and a sandwich that one's awful i don't like that one 
Um, I'm pretty sure you like the, the Caniac. It's just the thing at Raisin Cane's is the sauce. If it wasn't for the sauce, I would never tell anybody to go to Raisin Cane's. But like, dude, you can dip anything in this sauce and you eat it. Like, dude, anything. You have to be pretty confident in your menu to have that much of an impact on people, specifically if they eat with sauce. Hey, dude, it's pretty successful. It's like, it's. I know they're growing. I know you could find them all the way like to Texas, to like Alabama and shit like that. I think some of them are in um, Tennessee as well. I remember one. I remember. I think I saw one in Georgia. It's like mostly in the South, but it's pretty. It's pretty pretty. All right. I would say they should probably should get some type of dessert, some ice cream. Anyways, who gives a shit about <laughs> the raisin canes? <laughs> I'm fully committed to understanding how food works in your area, man. <laughs> but uh, yeah, yeah. Speaking of, uh, yeah, I'm from Mississippi, like born and bred. I know people don't believe me. Like people here are like, "Where are you from, man?" Like I've been here, like my entire life. And people still ask me, where are you from? I'm like, I'm from here. They're like, really? Nah, wait, uh, where are you from for real, man? <laughs> I expected like a Mississippi accent, like, like some sort of, I'm from Mississippi. I'm missing teeth. <laughs> <laughs> you know. Um, but okay, so like, what, around your area, do people actually have accents over there? But it's like, oh, like yeah, Mississippi, definitely. I think South, I think Twang. Oh yeah, definitely. Um, there's a bunch of people who don't, but there's certainly like a bunch of people that do. And like, um, speaking of Southern accent real quick, I'm going to give you an example. So like, this is another segue, maybe think about it. It's like, you know, like how black people, like it's usually the urban accent, but have you noticed like black country people are ignored? Like the black country accent, have you heard it before? Like, I can't do it. You would have to look it up. Like, um, like think of like, I don't know, like, uh, I can't think of an example like Morgan Freeman does Morgan Freeman is from Mississippi but I can't think of like a black country like Kevin Gates or like let me think um, Charlie like, Bryant yeah like um, it's southern but it's not like it doesn't have that nasally twang in it I can't explain it like or like when they say man I'm about to go to the A-Rap stuff and <laughs> yeah. is that a common phrase I'm... oh yeah oh yeah Dude, I, I love going to, like, you know, <laughs> remember I told you that one time, I was talking to that one girl, and she said I was racist because I said a lot of Arabs own, like, um, convenience stores. <laughs> let's, let's be clear, when you're a dollar menu chat, I'm not yeah. going to make general, like, generalization. Yeah. However, I, in, my, in my, my limited experience, most of them that I see are of the Middle East. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with that. And the thing is, I said it's endearing. I was like, Dude, it's amazing. It's like, they, they know how to hustle. You know what I mean? So he's like, what do you mean? Like, I haven't seen that. But it's so funny. Like, a lot of the Arab stores down here are, like, in the hood. And, like, it's funny how they interact with the black people down here. Man, it's hilarious. <laughs> Whereas with Ori, you said you're from Mississippi. I'm from Utah. Yeah. Uh, I think it's pretty apparent. I, I get excited about little things like, ooh, I'm, I'm going to go to a little get together have, a, <laughs> have some pudding and whatnot um, pudding is that really what utah's known for pudding yellow like, pudding like especially with like the church the mormon church yeah um what's typically brought is either funeral potatoes or some sort of pudding involving rice yellow or some sort of like white fruit like peach yeah 
Dude, definitely we should make a podcast just talking about Mormonism because that's just like I'm fascinated with it. <laughs> I, I don't want to get canceled by my own family if they just come and find out. Yeah, yeah I was born in I was born in the church. <laughs> that's not making fun know. of it. We're just gonna do a deep dive of a historical understanding of like you know what what it, what it's all about. <laughs> Let's just pull up the financial records of how the of how the church came to be. It's like okay. Get a knock on the door from Joseph Smith. No. Oh yeah, but uh, yeah, definitely. Um, speaking of accents, though, I was thinking about how we brought this up with accents. Um, you know, I've been told I've been binge watching um True Blood. I told you about that. I've been binge watching, binge watching True Blood, mm. and I'm on the the very last season. And um, there's this one female character that like the entire freaking series. She's just like it felt like the the writers or whoever made the show, the producers didn't know what the hell to do with her. Her name's Tara. She's like the only main black female protagonist in the TV show, and there's other black people in it because there's another one of the supporting cast members who's been there since the beginning is this um is a black guy and he's um he plays on um, a gay he plays a gay witch in the um, story or which I think he's called a warlock he's like a gay warlock <laughs> and um oh he's also he's also the cook in the back because mostly like because it takes place in this town called the Bon Temp or Bhutan Bhutan yeah it looks like Bon it looks like Bon Temp when you see it on the paper where it's French so it's like Bhutan I think that's how you say it oh because it's based in Louisiana and like that's why I brought up the black accent, because like everybody else in the TV show like has that black southern accent. But like some reason the actress who plays Tara, she's going like, What's up, y'all? And like she's like really nasally in her like it seems like she's only hung out with white people. Like I thought maybe she's like adopted by white people, we'll find out later on. But like she has a bunch of black relatives that she speaks to. Like, not a bunch. I think she runs to, like, three of them. And they have, like, regular... They sound like black people. Yeah, they have southern accents, but they sound black. And it's like... Is she is, this, is she just trying to be a white person? And this has nothing to do with the actress. I feel like this is, like, some type of director's choice or whoever these people are. And it kind of reflects more on her character. Is because she plays, like, the single black best friend the entire time she's always second place to like it feels like she's always second place when it comes to dating because you know it's it's like it's it's if twilight because true blood's pretty much like if twilight was uh like actually for adults because it actually has blood violence in it um vampires don't sparkle in the goddamn sunlight you know and um, boy robert pattinson alone <laughs> and uh it's it's but so it is a romance it's a sexy show but it's she's literally always the second choice and it's just like in the back of my subconscious it's like is this because she's a black woman and they just don't know what to do with her fucking character because like she's literally nothing like she's she's like a she's in the sixth season she's still a side piece now she's like oh yeah she went from hating vampires and then in the fifth season they decided to make her a vampire yeah and now she and she, literally the person because the, the person that makes you um a vampire they call you the maker because how you become a vampire in a tv show they have they bite you and then they have to bury you underground with the other vampire for an entire night for an entire 24 hours and you wake up in the 
next night and you're a vampire now. And she literally hates, they have this whole arc with this one female vampire who owns this club. She's trying to kill everybody, yada, yada. And then she ends up being bit by her, makes her into a vampire. And now they're having some weird relationship, lesbian relationship. And then it turns out, you, and she says straight to her face, you're always going to be second. And I'm like, you guys literally just made her like the, the weird, like, I don't know the correct word, Uncle Tom, but some type of weird, strange, like, black. Have, have you seen it before? This, huh? What benefit does she bring to the show? Because it just seems like she's a token black character. Nothing. Oh, yeah, dude, literally the first episode, she's working at, like, like at a store the first episode. And, like, I swear to God, the first thing that comes out of her mouth, like, one of the first sentences, she's arguing with this one guy in the store, and she says, oh, why'd you say that? Because I'm black? And I'm like, nobody, like, this literally has nothing to do with the race. <laughs> and, and also, like, they they write other black characters fine in the TV show. Like, the, the guy who's black, like, the chef, I think more with him, it's more focusing on being gay. But him being gay is not his character. Like he's more as a whole he's an interesting person when i'm watching him he's more fleshed out you know what i mean like he's also like a drug dealer like he deals vampire blood in the tv show because people get high on vampire blood and shit and uh but it's so weird with her it's like i get frustrated every time she's on the freaking screen it's like they don't feel like what they haven't a clue what they want to do with this character you know? it feels like they just felt like they need a black female and, but they just had no freaking idea what to do with her. But the show has aged, because I think the show came out like in 2007, 2008. Holy so shit. It's, yeah, it's, it's an old show now. So like certain th- certain other things, like it's like, okay, this didn't age that well because I wasn't allowed to watch it, of course, I was a kid then. So, but um, it, it, it didn't age exactly as well as it could have. So like when I watch it, sometimes I have to like, let it go and also um the main character Suki is just like she's she's a halfling she's a fairy you know <laughs> she's because she could read people's minds like the majority I would say like it wasn't till like I don't think it's like till season four they actually figured oh no I think it's like season three but it's a while till they actually figure out she's a fairy and once they find they figure out it's like she's even she says like dude that's lame as hell <laughs> So, from what I understand, there's fairies, there's vampires, there's just a lot of mystical beings in this show. Yeah. Oh, yeah, and this is another thing. That's why I said, oh, going back to say it didn't age that well, is because certain ways, because it's based in Louisiana, mm-hmm. and it's clearly, it's, they're trying to tap into some type of civil rights era type of thing. This is like the second civil rights movement, because like all these, they call them soups, for sure supernaturals mm-hmm. and like all these soups including vampires are debating whether they should come out into like the real world and let people know who they are and it's like it's pretty much like we're the here X-Men. we're queer yeah it's like mm, yeah something like that but like like for instance like the this the main sexy vampire guy he runs for mayor in the first couple seasons and also they released this um this artificial supplement for vampire blood called um what's that what's that shit's called um what is it called um oh true blood that's what the show is called after like they the drink is called true blood 
And um, so now vampires don't have to drink human blood anymore. They're like, okay, we can come out to the real world and see, we're, we can be civilized people like everybody else, you know? So even though I completely disagree with that, by the way, anybody listening, I wish all those vampires would die in that freaking TV show because by the sixth season, they completely proved, at least in my point of view, that even if, like, even if, like, um, we give them the option to drink artificial blood, some of them will still, <laughs> still drink humans and they don't care. <laughs> like, it's like, fuck them, you know? It's hilarious if you're in a room and then you just see where the wall goes, like, no, fuck this dude, yeah. I'm out. Yeah. Yeah, like, dude, they have a whole, like, it, also by the six season spoiler alert, sorry, people listening, it's been out for over a decade. Like 13 but, years, come on. Yeah, and pretty much they, they have a whole, like, it turns out by the sixth season that, like, the vampires are controlling the American government, because it's like Blade, where it's like a whole secret society and they control with the, the fingers of human society. And it turns out, like, they're in cahoots with the American governments and all this crazy shit. And, you know, one guy says, I love drinking vampire. I love drinking humans. It makes my penis hard and all this crazy stuff. You're making a great case for me to watch this <laughs> show, Kenny. What the hell? Also, Sookie is the most annoying character ever. She's more annoying than um, Bella. But Bella was just boring. Like, Bella was boring. I'll give it this. Sookie at least says some interesting things, but she's more stupid then she's more stupid than Bella because she's just like over and over again and literally her brother because I used I used to hate her brother but her brother's a pretty interesting character he's like one of the only few grounding human characters because by like the fifth season it's like holy shit is anyone human in this town almost <laughs> and like you know at least the main characters and the brother he's like grounding like okay i feel like there's some human here where i actually have some connection with like regular people and whatever what regular people think about this and by like the fifth or sixth season he's like dude you're really defending these vampires after how many times they try to freaking kill you and everybody else and like why are you defending these fucking people like you're retarded bro and i'm like thank you <laughs> this is with a woman who can read people's minds like like at any time or is she just oh she can't read this is plot twist she can't read vampires minds that's why she's attracted to the vampires and the well the first vampire guy and she gets involved with another one but uh the why she's attracted to her original guys because um he can't read her mind well she can't read his mind and she likes that for some reason because she hates hearing all the weird stuff and and prejudice and weird things people have in their head this literally sounds like a twisted, more interesting version of Twilight instead yeah, of Edward. What, yeah. See, that's why I like it more. Like, like if people don't like Twilight, like I would say watch True Blood because it has more action in it. That's a lot of stuff. And vampires aren't like, I would say in Twilight, it's like the vampires most of the time seem kind of invincible and it's just complete fantasy, you know? But vampires, they can, they're, they're, they're susceptible to any, like anybody else. Like for instance, like, because um, they call them fang bangers in the show because they're specifically people that only date vampires and they actually like people drink their blood. And I remember like the first season, they were like in a nest, like a vampire nest and they, they bring over like a human feeder and like the person's literally about to give the vampire AIDS, you know, cause he's about to drink his blood and then Sookie reads his mind real quick and he says, oh, I'm going to give you AIDS. 
and he's like, and he's like, whoa, hold on, buddy. <laughs> Wait, vampires can get AIDS? Yeah, I guess. <laughs> what a bitch! <laughs> what a bitch, man! I want to give you AIDS. What the fuck? And they literally cannot go out in the sunlight. They'll be, they'll cook like freaking bacon in the sun like several times. I'm like, holy shit, man! But uh, speaking of the South, we can talk about um, is DMX from the South? If he's not, I think he's from Detroit or somewhere. I don't know. Like he's from, I don't know where he's from actually. Let me check that real quick. He's yeah. He's he's not actually a southern rapper, but I saw on the news. It'd be nice to talk about it real quick. You're very close. He's actually from Mount Vernon, New York. Yeah. <laughs> Damn, that's super boring. <laughs> you think he'd be like from some hardcore place? It's rough out there, man. And Mount man, Vernon, fuck what New- you heard. <laughs> fuck what you heard, man. Rest, rest in peace, DMX. Man. You know. But I feel like have you noticed a lot of rappers they do this a lot like they'll say they'll say they're from this one this one area but they're actually like raised from most of their youth in here like Soldier Boy did that like he's actually from Jackson Mississippi but like he says he's from somewhere else like a rapper city and Drake says he's Memphis born or he's Mem- he's from the streets of Memphis or some shit <laughs> dude you were in fucking Canada <laughs> Toronto Canada. So can you take Drake seriously as someone who's rolling through the sticks with his woes? I don't understand the the requirements, with, like the struggle of what people rap about. So it's yeah. like, how serious can I take him as a person who like spits bars or what he went through as a kid? Well, I think Drake gets enough attention. Like we've heard enough about Drake. Like first of all, Drake's like 30 now. I'm not saying this as an insult, but like, I think he's like 35, 34. Like he, he's not like, the main rapper anymore. I'm not paying attention anymore. He's already made his legacy. He, he's the guy. Um, someone told me simply like this, like, don't go to him for, like, music. If you're trying to listen to, like, some, like, J. Cole or some Kendrick Lamar, like... Hobson. Con- yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I almost got you. You're like, yeah. And I was like, no. <laughs> but uh, if you're looking for, like, some, like, conscious hip-hop, uh, don't go to Drake, but if you're looking for party songs, love songs, like music you can just dance and have fun to, Drake's Drake's fine. You know what I mean? So what's he DMX's did, music like? Really, he was gangster hip hop dude. He was gangster rap dude. Like he was hardcore. Like he, I think he was like he blew up around the time Fifty Cent, like when Nelly, like who else was on the tracks? So like Ja Rule and um on the track like early two thousands, late nineties. Mm. You know. And also, I remember I saw him in an interview. He said he was in hip hop for like ten years before he made it, because I think he blew up. He blew up. I th- he blew up like when he was like in his thirties, or like he was similar. He was similar to like Lizzo's situation, because Lizzo didn't blow up until like she was like in her thirties. You know what I mean? Uh, what's it? How old? I think he was in his fifties, right? DMX. It's right around there. Yeah, he died at 50, yeah. Yeah, so, like, he, he like, blew up, right, pretty much, like, when he was, like, in his 30s, pretty much. And, uh, yeah, so he spent, like, 10 years in the hip-hop game before he really made it. So he grinded really hard. But, like, yeah, he came up around the area of gangster rap and everything like that. But he was dope. Um, did you see the reality TV show he was in back in the day? I must have lived under a rock, man. I have not. Dude, it was like came out the same around time Run DMC because Rev Run had a TV show as well back in the day, which was much better, <laughs> you know. 
because he was like much more fam. I think it was called Run DMC Family Values, if I remember correctly. And um, it's much more classic family dynamic. I also remember there was one son, the oldest son, could just not rap. Run DMC's sec- oldest son just was awful. Just could not rap worth the shit. <laughs> and he just every single episode he would come up to his dad <laughs> like I'm making a mixtape. <laughs> like, oh, that's that's wonderful, son. Oh no, he, on no. the fridge. Oh no, no, he said, "Dude, you suck, man." Like it's not happening. Fuck you. Know what I mean? And also, he's like, you can't even finish. Like every time you say you do it, you guys can't finish one track. You guys can't finish. Like I'm not wasting studio time and money on you guys. I would kill myself if I heard my father say that to my face. The thing is, the youngest brother, the little brother, he became a rapper. He's actually pretty good too. What's his name? I have no freaking idea. You gotta look him up. But he was on 106 and Park. A couple songs went on there, but that was years ago. Who knows if he's still active? But I remember he was rapping for a good minute. He was pretty fucking good. I was like, damn. <laughs> Let's talk about you <laughs> imagine doing all that hard work and then your little brother ends up being the beast. Like little brother doesn't give a shit about rapping. You know what I mean? <laughs> he's just doing it as a hobby. Yeah. That's how it usually goes though. Like whenever I listen to rappers, like most of them. Like they're just like, oh man, I was just rapping a lot in tenth grade. Someone told me to come inside their closet and rap, so that's how it pretty much happened. It was a joke and bro most of the time. We didn't really have a plan, really. <clears throat> the disrespect to all these SoundCloud rappers, man. Keep grinding. We support you. When do you think it's appropriate time to stop rapping? Like, oh, how do I say? When do you think it's appropriate time to get in to stop trying to get rapping? Let's say if someone's like. 29 years old and they're like I'm gonna start rapping now like what would you say I don't want to sound naive or like, too optimistic but it's like if it's your dreams you can work on yourself to become better <laughs> so don't stop if no he no, okay he wants to be on the top 100 hit list that's what I'm talking about and if he works at himself maybe you can do it. <laughs> okay there is one example ever of Danny Brown he's a rapper and also and he blew up missing a tooth man he was missing a tooth. Yeah. He blew up. Like, he has a whole set of, like, um, what's that? Implants now in his mouth? Uh, then, oh, fuck. Yeah, but, yeah, he, he blew up. Um, and he was missing a tooth. And Dan, like, he's an interesting flow, too. But he can pretty, he can rap pretty fucking good. But he blew up, like, he started rapping, like, literally when he was 29, 30 years old. Yeah. So, yeah. I'm looking almost, at him right now. Yeah. Looks good. Yeah, all his new teeth. Yeah, his teeth look awesome. Got them caps on, looking fresh. But I, I wouldn't check it. <laughs> oh, whatever. Okay, guys. If you if you don't see him, but he has straight ass teeth. This guy's a lying motherfucker. <laughs> oh, I mean, if you insist. But, <laughs> you know. But uh, going back to DMX, I know for a while he was struggling with like drug abuse for a long time. Like, so. He had the TV show because, like, I remember he brought up Cradle of the Grave, too, as well. He went, he did that movie, Cradle of the Grave, which was freaking awesome. Do you remember that part when he ran up the wall and he did a backflip over <laughs> gently? I, I wholeheartedly am going to believe he did that himself. <laughs> I believe that, man. You find your daughter. <laughs> that was awesome, man. And, um... And that's such a cool last name, Cradle of the Grave. I was like, oh, yeah. But yeah, uh, he did that movie. He did a bunch of movies. Then he got the reality TV show. 
And shortly after, I think it's like the second or first season, like he got caught with like a bunch of illegal guns in the back of his car. Um, that's classic rapper shit though. They do that all the time. And um, also, if I remember correctly, might be wrong, might be hearsay, but I remember he impersonated a police officer and he got arrested for that. I think that that's one of the things he got in trouble for. Like he, he, I think he put on like one of those blue sirens on his top of his car or something like that. That's what I just heard. It was years ago. You know, people like crazy shit. Oh, you were close. He, it says in this article, DMX arrested at GFK for impersonating an FBI agent. What? That's even worse. Oh my God. (laughs) He didn't go to jail for it, but he had to pay a $240,000 fine. Dude, how much was it? $240,000. Oh, damn. Must be nice. (laughs) God damn. Fuck. Yeah. Talk about about a huge fuck up. But yeah, that's hilarious, actually. (laughs) Um, Also, I heard he did have some mental issues, obviously. Um, I can't remember if it was, it wasn't like, but it was like some type of anger disorder. It was, I forgot what it's called. It's like some type of anger disorder where like you get angry really easy. Like he had some shit like that going on. He was diagnosed with uh, bipolar disorder. Um, really? It like lays into his habits because like the article that I'm reading here, he um, was addicted to cocaine from when he was 14. And as he grew up, he would lace that with a lot of his um, cigarettes that he would smoke. And then when he actually sought help, uh, he was diagnosed with uh, bipolar disorder, which ended up, you know, going into his mental health. Damn. Like, okay, I know it's going to sound so freaking bad, but I do feel like I don't I don't like when people excuse this because, like, it's really stupid when people do this. But I do think to a certain level, like to be a successful or like really innovative artist, you have to be kind of crazy. Like there's some crazy, it's always like, there's gotta be something in your head, not quite right. You know what I mean? You know, that's that's also what makes them so creative, you know, is that weird, that weird shit going on in their head so much, you know, but fuck all that. molesting kids and Michael Jackson bullcrap and all this like fuck that you know what I mean or or like who's I remember someone like I can't remember it was somebody who like literally like super miserable I think it might have been Kanye but someone's like oh well you know this is part of no you know who I heard this about Earl Sweatshirt you know and I remember like fans were literally saying like oh well him his addiction to Xanax that's <laughs> just that's just a part of his uh that's just part of his creative process. It makes him better, you know? And I've heard that a bunch of other artists, like their drug addiction, it's like, no, fuck that. Like, so you're saying they have to kill themselves like <laughs> to be good artists? Fuck that shit, man. You know, you gotta, you gotta some way help them channel their creativity without, without drugs, you know? Yeah. If anything, and, it's like a, a downer for them. So you were saying? Yeah. But um, ultimately, you should listen to some of his discography because some of his really old shit is really fucking good, dude. And I remember the last time I saw him rap, like he was in a cypher. But this was like early 2010s. He was in a cypher um, at the BET Awards. It, like Eve was there and a couple other old school rappers. And dude, he was a fucking beast. God damn, he's a fucking beast, man. 
All I know about this man is that he went to school in American Samoa, unfortunately. Really? Yeah. Really? Fuck those Samoans. <laughs> That's where Earl went to. That's where Earl went to. Like, um, he got sent to um, a Polynesian boarding school. Oh, that's who I was talking about. Um, oh, Earl. okay. Oh, yeah. I thought you were talking about DMX. I was like, DMX? <laughs> no, I'm not about to <laughs> just do that after a huge bad past of it. <laughs> yeah, but uh, yeah, he went there for a while. His mom wanted to get him away from all the bullshit. And like, crazy thing is, like, because I'm 26, you guys, like, Tyler, like, grew up and all of them grew up when I was, like, literally 16 and everything. And um, all the old, old fans, you know, we just thought, oh, his mom's just a bitch. Like, she's just trying to control him and all this stuff. And it's like, I saw her in her interview and she's just like, you know, like, he had a lot of issues. And she just said, she said, like, I saw so many, because remember, Earl was, like, four years younger than the rest of them, you know? So, like, Earl was, like, 14 when his mixtape blew up. You know what I mean? So, like, all that pressure was on him. And his mom was like, I just saw the path of what happens to all these child stars and these people that blow up really young. And that's why I wanted to get him away from it for a little while. And I don't think she necessarily didn't want him to pursue it. She just didn't want him to go into it, like, as a teenager. I'm pretty sure she's like, I at least want him to be 18 or something like that before I throw him out there to the wolves, you know what I mean? So. Well, it helped. Nah, he was going to a rapping career. But... <laughs> what? What? What the hell are you just say? <laughs> it's not like you went ahead uh, first into a rapping career, man. Hey, it helped. whatever she did to help me, man. <laughs> Hold on, people. Did it just sound like he just said he didn't go ahead with a rapping career? Because that sounds like it was a major diss. <laughs> it was. <laughs> what the hell? You're bullshit. Man. I, I can't. No disrespect. Also, I want to clarify. All right. When I said fuck those Samoans, I am part Samoan. I can say that. Oh, whatever. He's Tongan. He gets mad when people even call him Samoan. Don't even play it. I am Samoan on my grandmother's side, okay? Dude, speaking of speaking of those freaking Tongans, dude, I watched that one um, Vice documentary again of Gangsters in Paradise. Oh, shit. Those man. are some of my uncles, dude. <laughs> I'm like, oh god. Oh, those guys are wild, man. It's gonna be awkward on the family reunion. And like, I remember the one guy. He's one of the younger ones. He's like, man, like, I did it. Like, I, I took a guy's head and I, I, I smashed it against the wall. Like, he's never gonna have a regular life again. He's I hate how accurate your accent is. <laughs> hey, don't talk to me like we are. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's the thing. That's the thing about those New Zealand people. Like he's trying to talk so tough, but he sounds, but he sounds soft as hell. They really do. But isn't that just as scary? Just to have someone who's like sounding so soft and cuddly when they're talking to you, and then they just like do some crazy shit, like bash it against the wall. Yeah, that, see, that's probably what happened. He was probably dealing with a foreigner, and he just sounded so nice. And he was like, "Man, you don't shut the fuck up. I'm gonna, I'm gonna knock the shit out of you." And he's like, and "The guy's just laughing." Like he's like, "Next thing you know, you're kill you." <laughs> yeah, but like, but dude was also like, "Man, I think I paid my debt to society. Like, I, I, I think my home's back in Kiwi. Like, I think I paid my debt. Like, how long do I have to be out here?" And I'm like. But dude, you literally said that guy's never gonna go back to a regular life. You permanently gave him brain damage. Like he's gonna be, he's like, the way he said it, it sounds like this guy he he did this crime to, 
like this guy's gonna have to like be with adult assistance or something like this for the rest of his life. So I'm kind of like, I'm like, sorry, bro, you gotta stay your ass in Tonga. <laughs> Do I sound like a Tongan criminal apologist when I say? But what did he say though? What do you mean? What he said? Oh, the dude. <laughs> what did you say though? Like, you must have been provoked, and I, uh, I'm not gonna blame the victim. Never mind. I'll, I'll shut that shit down. Oh, okay, hold on real quick. All these guys too, they self-admitted that they were in gangs. All of them admitted like, yeah, I was fucking up. I was not doing what I was supposed to be doing while I was over in the States or I was in Australia or New Zealand. I was, I was fucking around, you know? And one dude, one, one, one dude was like, and it's just like, this isn't even my, my friend, like this isn't my property. Cause he's like, not the oldest. This is my, my brother's, my oldest brother's the heir to it, but like, He's gonna get himself killed out of Mexico, probably. So I'm like, whoa, man! This is like <laughs> your people in Mexico too. <laughs> like, what's going on? <laughs> probably, probably on a working visa for like a shipping yard or something. Dude, that's a perfect segue to talk about working visa because, um, um, you know what happened with both fifth column recently and everything. What happened? So basically, um, people don't know who listeners, Bullet Fifth Column, he's a really um, up and coming um, leftist YouTuber. He's actually an anarchist. I wouldn't call him a solid leftist. I would say he, he's more closer to a left, like a leftist anarchist, but he's solidly an anarchist. He's for guns, like um, all that stuff. He's still for smaller government, but he does believe in um, like a lot of leftist ideals. But um, he's also definitely for police reform and really important things that can um, fix America uh, so a lot of people like him and I think he's only been on YouTube for two years now and now he has a half a million subscribers he's like 500,000 like that's, that's a, a shit a short amount of time he's got a lot of people and um, and also he has an old channel too he has an old channel called the fifth column that he was working on and that's where he goes deep into anarchy theory and um those videos were definitely not generating as much as like this new channel he made. I think whatever method he does, like the new method he does, he's very personable because he stands very, very close to the camera and has like a casual conversation. Like he's like, he, he portrays himself as the everyman, you know, and so because before in his older videos from his previous channel, it came off, um, sometimes it came off somewhat professory, you know? Mm-hmm. Or like, you know, this is an issue with a lot of leftists or just any people who are really big into politics, I noticed. They have a hard time, like, connecting to layman's terms. You know what I'm saying? Breaking things down to layman's terms, explaining it to where people can die. Josh does that all the time with his socioeconomic jargon yeah. that he always yeah. brings up with everyone. Yeah, like, when I think of, like, the best effective communicators are the people who can talk to the regular guy on the side of the road if you can talk to the guy who works at hardy's about you know global warming and help them understand what's actually going on like you've you've succeeded if you just open your mouth and they're just like what the hell are you saying bro like it doesn't matter how smart you are if you can't it 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 doesn't matter if you know it but like if if you're the only one who knows it you can't explain other people it's it's pretty much useless at least the way i see it at least you want to advocate for something. But basically, Bo got himself in really hot water recently. Um, well, I wouldn't say hot water. I would say he just got... Would you call it canceled? You think this guy's trying to cancel him? This, this guy from Mike from PA who released this video. And he it still seems like, has 
followers, so I don't think he's been canceled. Just, just people have been like notified of him. Like there's a light being shined on him. I don't see anyone canceling him yet. Yeah, but I say from specifically, there's this um, YouTuber name, or he's also a Twitch streamer. I think his name's Mike from PA, mm-hmm. and he's a democratic socialist. Um, he seems really divisive, even in the left sphere. Of course, conservatives like him. But um, he's also very divisive with um, his uh, with the coalition of a lot of online leftists as well. I guess they're not left enough for him or for whatever reason. And he decided to release a video on Bo from the fifth column. And Bo um, was using um, jet visas, I think they're called. They're like summer visas for like foreigners. And he was abusing them. Like um, he was so he was charged with human trafficking and uh pretty much they gave him 41 months in prison <clears throat> for that's this. not fucking cancer dude that's fucking put in the ground <laughs> yeah like yeah it's pretty it's pretty bad i don't know how long this was ago i'm assuming it's, and honestly for people who are listening if you don't know about bo bo is very involved in community he does a lot of community service he showed up for a lot of natural disasters he, he helps out a lot like, so I really don't think this was something recent. This was probably like decades ago, 15 years ago or some shit like that. But um, it came out and at first, since he's an anarchist, I was like, maybe, like I know a lot of anarchists don't believe in borders. So maybe he was like, um, just helping out immigrants come across the border with secrecy that he got caught by like um, the authorities. This is not what happened. He was literally running a false agency to use like human like almost human slave labor or something like that he was smuggling people in from bulgaria and i think romania to work in florida i remember correctly during the summer you know it was like a false agency type of thing Mm -hmm. i don't know if they were being paid they might have been forced to work or they might have been paid like slave labor wages like three dollars an hour or some crazy shit like that but he went to prison for that and that's pretty that's pretty freaking bad <laughs> you know you know like um Bo has yet to apologize for it but like since only the thing is like in Mike from PA he's very vindictive the videos I've seen him because he's already with Destiny he's already with Bosch mm-hmm. and and I think he's made complaints about Kyle Kalinske as well like that's why I feel like Mike like what was the purpose of bringing this up and i think that's why his fans and bo doesn't see the reason of bringing it up because it seems like mike from pa might just want to tear him down he's trying to make an issue out of nothing because a lot of people said he already paid his debt to society and he's moved on like what do you think about it do you think he should make a public apology or it's just just not address it i think well public apology is just going to be one of the first steps he has to take uh, I don't know what he's like doing now because you said that this was caught from like a way back then. What is he doing nowadays? I think he's like a. I don't. I don't know. He does a lot of stuff, but he seems like he does a lot of community outreach. Um, I think he's like a full-time activist as well. I know he does YouTube full-time now too, but like, but he literally does soapboxing. Like he's like he's made a lot of videos him showing up to protests and stuff. So. I'm pretty sure he's like in some type of community service, community activism type of role right now. 
I don't actually know much about him, but if, I'm assuming that this was way before. Like he's changed since then, and he's been working. So, if he's smart, he'll just show the things that he's done. He recognizes that they were wrong, mm-hmm. and that since then he must have done something to have changed. Because it's like ten or fifteen years ago. I mean, I'm not the same person I was then. Mm-hmm. But considering what he did, it's like. Is it even worth challenging him on that as of like today if he's already doing good works now? Has he paid his penance for what he did then? I think he freaking does. The thing is, like, I really don't think he should have to say sorry. You know what I mean? Because saying it's like he's already been convicted, he already paid his, his debt to society, he's moved on, he's became a better person. It'd be different if this was like, um, Jeffree Star or like who's another one like James Charles where they continue being caught saying oh, or they're doing. still doing it like they're yeah they're still doing it. Yeah. yeah they're still doing it like this was years ago and and, and what was the point of bringing this up the only feels it's feel like it was brought up to be spiteful you know what I mean Mike known to do that um he's argumentative my only solution is because he disagreed with Bo's point of view on something or idea on policy and I guess he couldn't figure out a way to beat him in the actual conversation so he was just like I guess I'll just release this and see what people have to say about it you know that's 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 my only way you know yeah and uh speaking of politics update as well um who's been cancelled and hopefully he stays gone for good Stephen Matt Crowder. Gates what, Matt, Matt Gates? <laughs> Who's that? Ca- what? He's a politician. He's like currently being fucking oh, I investigated know you're talking- for oh, trafficking. Yeah. yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, that's, that's the funny. same asshole who was always his chin up. Is like, well, what does that even mean for ALC? I'm like, oh, shut up. And Nick, and Nick Fuentes was defending him as well recently, talking about like, um, Oh, dude! Like, oh yeah. Side note: People listening, we are lefties. We 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 are communist comrades, and everything. Whatever you want to call us, you know what I mean. But for real, I'm a, I'm usually a social libertarian. I don't really know what um, average identifies as. I mean, don't don't discredit me on this. I took a test online. It says I'm a social libertarian. No, you're not. No, he's not. Don't even it, believe. That. I'll send you the screenshot right now. No, no, because like the hold on. This guy totally was for Joe Biden the entire time. He had nothing. <laughs> the less, oh my, it's the obvious choice. I'm going to vote for him. Okay, guys, I voted for Joe Jerkinson, the only female candidate, if I remember correctly, he ran, got to run oh, for president. Oh, you're just pandering. How, how, how am I pandering? It's like, oh, <laughs> she's, she's the only female on nope. there. Uh, women's rights, so I, I hate all men. Um, well, <laughs> <laughs> that, that's what you literally said, like. Well, I tell you this, I am kind of proud of myself because this is the first time I voted this past um, election and because um, I didn't vote when I was 21. Uh, yeah, I didn't. You know, I was like those idiots who were just yelling about my opinion online but didn't have the time to actually get up and go do it. And I was like, let me actually, instead of just saying shit, I actually go vote, you know? Yeah, but um, we vote for, most of the things I voted for was passed in my state. Um, we voted... We voted to change the Mississippi flag. In your face, people, you can no longer make fun of us for being racist. We changed the Mississippi flag. <laughs> it looks pretty awesome now, you know. Um, we voted to um, legalize medical marijuana. That passed through. That passed through. 
and um Oh yeah, and we voted to also, you can't call us racist anymore for this as well, because we voted to remove a Jim Crow law era provision from our election process. So in your face, people, boom. <laughs> you know, now we're like the 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 forty the forty like ninth racist state in the country, okay? I mean it's it's you should be proud of yourself in that man. Yeah, but um um, I didn't really care about who was going to become governor, really, because I knew Tate Reeves was going to be governor again. Mm-hmm. There was no anybody else. I think it was like a conservative running against a conservative. But like the thing is here where I'm from, like even when they're liberal, they're like moderates, like they're they're moderate Democrats. So like for instance, Jim Hood, who's like uh, like a Hillary Clinton. Like I would say he's like more conservative or moderate than. Hillary Clinton type of thing like don't rock the boat you know like hey like I'll keep uh, like I might actually give um, um, social services to people I won't cut state funding or school funding but that's as much as it goes oh speaking of in my state neck of the woods there was a huge embezzlement scandal in my state as well recently yeah what happened like um Brett Favre, I remember I told you Brett Favre was involved with this. Mm. Like Brett, yeah, he said I, I was just, retired, man. Fuck. Yeah, and he said, well, he got away with it. He paid like a hefty fine when he got out of it. But uh, but he he said he he I was investing. I had no idea what was going on. I'm like sure, and um, apparently a bunch of people. Apparently Tate Reeves didn't get in trouble. I don't know how Tate Reeves managed to avoid this shit. But a bunch of people who are controlling the budget, the city budget, it, it turns out that they were bundling, I mean, millions, millions of dollars out of out of pretty much the government, the state assistance program, like for um, food stamps, TAF, um, housing, all that stuff. They were funneling all that money and putting it in their pockets, you know. Damn. What, how also, long has this been going on? Years. Yeah. And they got caught on tape apparently bragging about their, out of like a hundred people, they would only approve like one or two out of the hundred people that would apply for government assistance. It was uh, pretty crazy, you know. So what are the measures being taken now, now that they're caught? They're just sending everybody to prison right now. I don't know. I don't know what they're going to do with that. Matter of fact, uh, a city I was checking out apartments in, I changed my mind that city's awful. It's awful. It's not even a city. It's It should be a called town. a town. It should be a town. It's called a city. It's called the city of Moss Point, but it's 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 really, I think it has like 10,000 people or some shit. shit. It's, it's awful there, you know what I mean? <laughs> and um, one of their, their, their mayor just got removed and he's going to prison for embezzlement as well. Yeah. And they shut down the rec center. Like they have no parks there. They like they have no they they have nothing for the kids to do there. Like um they have issues with their drainage system. It's just like it's like Flint, Michigan shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. And it's just like Jesus Christ. And now it makes you wonder, like, is this where all the money was going? You know? Like where like oh yeah. And it's also it is that is a Democratic run city. Democrat run city. But um <clears throat> That I I do agree with conservatives on this though, because Moss Point is the most 
taxed city, like on the Mississippi Gulf Coast, but some reason they have no money for anything. Like, this, like, where's the money? It's like apparently they say it's bad budgeting. I'm like, where the fuck is the budget going? Yeah, no clearly, shit. It's going to be overseeing this going forward. It, it was clearly just going to the fucking mayor at this point. Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, where where else was it going, dude? Bad budgeting. Like, it, no, people were just taking the money and putting it up somewhere. That's all now that happening. people are going to jail, and you said that as far as them imprisoning everyone else, there has to be some sort of task team that's going to be overseeing the rest of this. That's some pretty tough shit. I don't know, man. What I think we should do, I think we did this with the, with um, health education. The public school system all across Mississippi, at least when I was in school, when I was in middle school, they made a mandate. Like the federal government stepped in because you know, like we are like, I think we are the fattest state in the country. And like, um, and the federal government stepped in. It's like, you have to give your kids PE. Like you, every single semester, they will go to PE. We're going to monitor what kind of food um, you put inside um, the cafeteria. Like, I remember they said no more vending machines. Like, they, they got really freaking hard for a quick second. I think they gave up on it, but they got really freaking hard for a second. But also the PTP teachers didn't try that much either because, like, you know, there was a bunch of kids, like, when it was push-up time, there was a bunch of kids who would just sit there on the ground. And the PE teacher would just, all right, like, and, like, just walk past them, you know? And it was all be the heaviest kids, you know? And I don't know, like, that's the ethic thing. Should you, is it is it ethically right to force a child to do a push up? But like, you know what I mean? It's I, I get it. Like in their point of view, it's like I don't want to pressure this kid into doing this push up because I don't want their parents to show up and cuss me the hell out and everything. But it's like, how can I, how can I get my numbers up and show these kids are improving if I can't do my job? You know what I mean? I mean, well, in my case, like I'm a pretty big guy, and I couldn't do push ups. That he would be there right next to me to help me do them, yeah. and so like it was made like an example of that. Oh, this teacher actually cares, so he would spend time helping me with anything that we would try doing. And yeah. I'd like to say, after like seven months of training, hardcore training, I finished a mile in ten minutes. But I'm never doing that again. Hell yeah, man. dude! When I was the most beefed up, I could do like forty push-ups in a row. I know that doesn't sound like big deal with some of you people. That, dude, that's fucking huge. What are you talking about? I, but I was like doing like I was like and I was like talking about do 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 or have you ever seen the suicide push-ups before or the diamond push-ups? Diamond push-ups you just put up like a diamond in your hand, triangle. Oh, you so you're literally pitch. posing from the center. Oh no. yeah. Oh yeah man. Yeah. I used to plant, dude. I used to have like four pack abs. I know some people. Oh, really? Four pack? I remember this one girl laughing. <laughs> you had a four pack? Like that's it? It's like, bitch, you never had a six pack. Or you had no pack. genetics. Also, <laughs> like how your muscles develop on your abdomen is different than everyone else. So it's like, excuse oh, yeah. you. But like the thing, but, but the thing is, I didn't, I didn't, um, I didn't have them. I only had them like from high school to like college for a while. Um, then I, because I naturally have a belly, so if I'm not working on it constantly, like my weight just generates around my stomach usually most of the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, like I'm literally that skinny guy. Like <laughs> I see the skinny guy. Like I'm built like oh I said I'm built like Adam Sandler. So those people think like that. Just think of a black Adam Sandler, and I'm built like <laughs> that. 
just sent me a photo of him posing in front of the mirror. And I was, and I was laughing on the phone with him. He's like, what the fuck? He's like, fuck you, dude. I was like, I already have like a 40-year-old dad bun. <laughs> I mean, I can't talk, man. I, I'm holding like twice as much weight as this guy right here. So, oh, I do like it. And I realized I was dressing like Adam Sandler one day because I had like the, the blue jeans on and the loose t shirt, you know what I mean? Ball cap at Walmart. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Five o'clock shadow, just like get, trying to get your, your groceries. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like, that's really funny. That's the funny thing you never see. Like, do you think Adam Sandler even goes grocery shopping or do you think it's just like. He just hides. He just has someone else do it for him at this point. You know, I, I follow him on social media. He does everything else, I'd say, as far as business-wise. He has someone for that where he just agrees to things. But, yeah, yeah he's he feels like an everyday guy. Like, if you see him playing basketball, he'll, like, play with some people that are around there. Back before COVID happened, right? Yeah. But, yeah, he seems like a normal guy to me. He does his own grocery shopping and whatnot. I know Dave Chappelle is deep into it. Dave Chappelle, like, literally acts normal. He does everything in that small little town he's in. Um, but he does everything. Apparently. Yeah, he shows up to the caucus. He shows up to everything over there. He's pretty That's active awesome, in the community. Dude. But you, do you think you, like, see him as just Dave now there, or they just keep riding his dick? Like, what do you think? <laughs> <laughs> well, there's Dave. He just got back from tour. How are the kids doing now? You know. Yeah. <laughs> It is crazy people know who Dave Chappelle is because I remember I was listening to one of his recent um, stand-up specials and he was in the town, right? And um, these boys like roll up to him in this car and they call him the N-word and then they drive drive off. I think they throw a snowball at him and they call him the N-word or something, something like that. Mm-hmm. And it's like, and the mom just uh, apologized profusely to the kid and everything. Well, not to him, to, to Dave. He's like, I'm sorry for my son doing this and made the son apologize. But I'm like, I was like, kid, do you not know who you just called the N-word? Do you not know who that is? Not saying it's don't call anybody N-word. It's just like, <laughs> do you not know that's Dave Chappelle? Like, what's wrong with you? <laughs> yeah. yeah. He has resources. He has, he has the time to take you, bro. Dude, like, I don't like, like, I would say, like, if you're talking about the top 10 most popular memes, I would say, like, if someone saw Cat Williams or Dave Chappelle or, like, Kevin Hart inside of the road, it doesn't really matter. If you listen to comedy that much, you're probably going to know who that person is, you know? <laughs> Honestly, I mean, plus, like, the past five years have been Dave Chappelle's years, so it's like, yeah. how stupid do you have to be? You must be pretty young because I'm already feeling dated with these kids now, not knowing who people like Brad Pitt are. There's uncultured. That's just uncultured, too. You know? Oh, man. And, like, dude, like, that dude's, like, speaking of him, like, no homo, but, like, I was watching him, a clip of him from um, Fight Club, and then I saw a clip of Michael B. Jordan, and Jesus Christ, those guys were freaking sexy, but not in a homo way. You know what I mean? Like, Jesus no, Christ. Like, no homo. Like, <laughs> no they homo. look absolutely delicious, but, like, no, I'm not. I'm a dude. I don't know. <laughs> I don't do that. I don't do the gay stuff. But yeah, like, Jesus, like, but Michael B. Jordan, like, I was like, okay, I understand. Like, some, like, you see some guys and some women are like, oh my God, he's so sexy. It's like, really? That's what people say about, um, who's that guy? Um, the guy who plays Doctor Strange and he was Sherlock. Benedict, don't shit on Benedict Cumberbatch. He's not ugly. I just don't know why people get so, women get so hot all over him. You know what I mean? I, so it's like his, he's tall, he's six foot, he has a deep voice. 
He also has a really skinny nerd neck. <laughs> he has been working on that. I mean, he's like, he's wiry now. He's not only bony. <laughs> well, he's working on that? What does that mean he's working on it? He's trying to get in shape or something? Like, he's been, so he's been building himself up. He's not as skinny as he used to be. Oh, bullshit. He's still skinny as hell. Stop yeah. shitting on Benedict Cumberbatch. Also, Doctor Strange is just an unfunny version of Iron Man. He goes through the same freaking arc, but, like, it, it's, he's just not funny. That's the only difference. It's the same character arc, but it's magic. That's not fair to say. I, I'd say they had similar circumstances, like having grown up in succession and then having been brought to reality and humiliated. Mm-hmm. Let's, if we give him a, a second movie, we'll get to see him grow or like have to battle the fact that he has other things that he grew up with. Because he has to battle with being an interesting person. <laughs> we Iron Man got three, practically four films about himself. Okay. Mm-hmm. We, and that's not fair to say about Doctor Strange, man. That's just as generic as saying any other superhero origin, man. Oh, whatever. Okay. I just wasn't impressed by that. And I was kind of with the woke crowd on that one, you know? Like, like the cast that the ancient one has a freaking white woman is wacky. <laughs> <laughs> Made her Celtic rather than he was. Originally, what? South South Asian? He, he's, um, um no, nah, he's, he's, um, he's, um, Tibet. And the whole reason, political reason behind it is because Disney did want, did not want to piss off China, is because you know China like they don't like magic. They, no, that's not it, silly ass. No, no, no one heard of this. They don't, uh, they don't approve of magic movies in their their country. No, that's not what it is. It's not. This is not the reason why. <laughs> okay, continue what you're saying while I get on my evidence to fucking no, you. No, you're wrong. No, but I'm, I'm not continue. saying you're wrong. I'm not saying you're wrong. Okay, people. I'm not saying Average is wrong on this. I'm saying he's wrong about why Disney chose to pick a white woman instead of a Tibetan person. Because anybody who knows about China geopolitical politics, they think they own Taiwan and they think they own Tibet. Remember? Oh, so they don't want to recognize them as a. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So it's like legitimately like and you know, China's like the second the second biggest film market in the world now. So like like China's got Disney by the balls. Also, like look if this is true. I saw some shit saying like a China Chinese company or a Chinese guy in China owns Disney now. And like my friend told me this recently, like and I was just like, I don't think that's true. And they're like, yes, it does. Like, China just bought it. I was like, the government of China did not buy, buy it. And they're like, yes, it did. I was like, no, it was some freaking company. <laughs> I'm pretty oh, sure. He's pretty. Is he talking about the the Disney Resort that Shanghai bought? Really? Who knows, man? There's no. Who is Disney owned by? People, Bob Iger. I'm pretty sure it's owned by the family still. I'd say they're like on, on like a board, if anything, that she holds the most shares, like the daughter or the granddaughter of Disney. Yeah. Yeah, but that's what I'm saying. I was like, no, nah, I don't think that's true. I say anything. It's probably like they bought a bunch of shares or like, you know what I mean? Like, or it's like a resort. Resort. Live Arger, Christine McCarthy, Alan Braveman, and the Vanguard Group, and BlackRock Incorporated. But like, none of those are. I don't know what your friend is on about, man. Yeah, but, but you know, that, that's the thing about the whole China scare. Like, people are so afraid of China. So it's, like, just a b- bunch of crazy shit. But lastly, before we wrap up, um, I can talk about the whole Prince Philip thing. Because um, this whole um, 
podcast was supposed to be talking about TM next time and Prince Philip. <laughs> yeah. And uh yeah, it's like um honestly in my opinion, fuck that old man. <laughs> there are a lot of people crying for, over him in my social media, but then again I'm from Utah. Who like, like, hold, hold on. Do you have a bunch of like eighty five year old women in, on your Facebook or something? <laughs> Middle aged men and women. Oh, they're, some of them are from work. A lot of my friends don't give a shit about him. Yeah. Let me pull up Facebook real quick. But go on to say, what's your beef with uh, Prince Philip? Because, you know, just um, information I have from a couple of British friends, they told me that he's the real racist one. Because at first I thought it was Queen Elizabeth. Matter of fact, I didn't know Prince Philip was actually still alive. I thought her husband died years ago, mm. you know. But, uh, yeah, it turns out, um, like, she's still married to him. And, how, by the way, how is he a prince and she's a queen? Wouldn't he be a king as well? Why do they still call him Prince Philip if he's married to the queen? Should, he shouldn't be King Philip? I don't actually know how that works, you know. That's, that's confusing. But, um, yeah, but apparently he's the real racist one, and he's the one that, like, people speculate that... Because he's had a bunch of racist stuff in the past. And also... You don't remember um, Princess Diana when she was, remember she was with that Egyptian guy and his whole conspiracy theory that she was assassinated and everything. Mm-hmm. People speculate that it was a within the family type of job, right. you know, uh, because they also say like she was, she was pregnant with the Egyptian guy's like um, child, you know, and they didn't want, you know, to have that in the family. So they decided to kill her and him. I'm starting to believe that conspiracy a little bit more because like what's going on with Meghan and Harry that's some straight up bullshit man why wouldn't they just do it now do you think it's just because there's no chance of Harry being like the next heir of the throne is that why they're letting it go because if that's the case wouldn't they just like kill him and the baby and everything as well or something I don't think they've learned from (laughs) again I'm just we're just speculating but if they were if I were them, I wouldn't want to necessarily kill him after having killed the mother. Too many eyes, man. That's his... Diane was his mother? Oh. I may be ignorant to this. Let me, let me check. <laughs> I figured they were, that was his mother. Hold on. I get confused with family tree. No, you know, in those royal families, they go in circles a lot, you know, sometimes. So it's yeah, that's his mother. Harry really? Was, uh, Harry's mother was Princess Diana. Apple doesn't fall far from the tree. I guess he. I guess he. She liked brown sugar, and so did he. So does he. <laughs> I was so damn sure about this. And then when you questioned me, I like I lost. Like, it, it, are they? <laughs> well, you know, I don't keep track of that family tree. Um, I always get Prince Harry and Prince um, Andrew confused. You know, the bald one. Yeah. Uh, but you know, and he's like a suspected like pedophile too. You know, he he was the one hanging out with Jeff um, Jeffrey Epstein on the island and everything. He's like on the flight logs apparently. So, you know, there's a bunch of people. I actually looked at that flight log, and there's have you have you seen it? Yeah, and what's disturbing is that I saw quite a few Marvel stars on there. It's it's like it's so many people. Like it's a it's a whole book. I'm like, holy shit! There was a lot of people that came here. 
and Marvel stars. What do you mean Marvel stars? <laughs> Robert Downey Jr. is on there. No way. You're lying. That's why I'm I'm thinking these are this can't be real. I'll show you a, a photo of it. There's Will Smith is on there, Robert Downey Jr. Will Smith. I don't think Will Smith would do that stuff. Hold on, I don't know Will Smith. After that whole thing with Jada, I don't know how to feel about that shit no more. Like <laughs> he was a victim. What are you talking about? Yeah, but like he was being too nice. She like, fucked his son's best friend, dude. She was he was being too nice, bro. Like I think he was being like that for the cameras. Like, like I really wish like he really. Like, I feel like when they're in the room, they really fucking argue, you know what I mean? Like, they get into it, you know what I mean? And, like, because you could just see, like, the seething anger. And it's like, dude, just be angry for a second. Like, fuck the image. Like, no one's going to fault you for your wife cheating on you at someone your son's age, almost your son's age, you know? Like, you can get angry about this shit. It's okay, you know? But, like, he's such a gentleman that he's willing to let that shit slide. Let that no shit go. pun intended. He's willing <laughs> shut the fuck up anyway but I would have divorced her ass like he's fucking Will Smith dude you know what I mean like bitch I'm Will Smith I can get anybody well do women find Will Smith sexy I don't know yes there are plenty of stands out there and he's in great condition yeah great condition <laughs> wait that sounds weird you make it sound like a car he's fit <laughs> Oh, he doesn't God, have, that many, don't, don't he doesn't do have that. that many miles on him. Not that many miles. <laughs> but um, back to Prince Philip. Um, yeah, I do think he was racist and um, possibly Queen Elizabeth as well. Um, my personal opinion: they can be prejudiced, they prejudice if they want. That's how they they can feel. But I really think the British government, the people, the British people, should stop paying their tax dollars to them. You know, it's just, it's just no. You know, even the people of Scotland have to pay for them too. Are you serious? Red oh, talked yeah. about it, yeah. Damn. Oh, yeah, they're part of the United Kingdom. Um, yeah, like they, 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 they should let it go. And like every time I ask a British person, not like a person who's part of like Wales or like North Ireland, like someone who's actually part of England, whenever I ask the English person why, and they just say, uh, because. Because, you know, because that's what they've done for the country, the the royals. We have what to. the fuck? What the fuck have they done? <laughs> that's just a question that I've actually asked Gordon before. Uh, Gordon from TV. It's a, it's a yeah. distant friend of ours. Yeah. <laughs> Conspiracy theory aficionado. <laughs> but uh, oh, anyways, I think we should wrap up. Uh, Thank you, everyone, for tuning in. I think within the next episode, we'll go into more of how Kenny and I met and, um, yeah. you know, just a little bit more about ourselves. But this, I think, this was like a nice conversation to have. Yeah. But um, also, you guys, I'm um, glad to talk to you guys soon. We also plan opening like a Discord or maybe even a type of website or Twitter where you guys can give us direct message for topics we can talk about and everything. Want to be more interactive with the fans. Mm. Anyways, have a good day, you guys.